0: This is the University of Georgia Griffin News, brought to you over WKU AM 1450, 102.3 FM, The Rock 88.9 FM, and streamed live on WKURadio.com. This program is to update our listeners on the many and exciting things at the University of Georgia Griffin, with Dr. Lou Honeycutt and his guests. The program is made possible by Frank and Carolyn Harris of Round Oak Resources Tree Farms and Murray and & Company Realtors. And now today's program with Dr. Lou Honeycutt.
1: Well, good morning, Griffin, Spaulding County, and the surrounding area. Welcome back into another edition of the Griffin Campus News. As always, we're very thankful to our sponsors, Frank and Carolyn Harris, for continuing to sponsor this program. We've got a really good one for you all today. The, the studio is full, and we're going to be talking about UGA Griffin, but but mainly our connection to and all about United Way here in Spaulding County and the kickoff campaign that's about to go on. So I've got four people with me today, and I'm going to start immediately to my left, and then we'll work our way around. But I'm going to introduce you all, and then you've got to get your song ready to start singing, but um, sitting directly to my left is Doug Stewart. He is, uh, in addition to the campus IT manager, senior IT manager um, for the Griffin campus, he's a member of the allocations committee for United Way representing the Uni- or, uh, University of Georgia Griffin Campus. Next to him is Melissa Gordon, who is also on the Allocations Committee, and she serves as Assistant Director of Academic Affairs at the UGA Griffin Campus. And then we got two associated members of the Griffin Campus, we'll call them, but that are also obviously big in United Way, and that's Andrea Dunson, who is, not only works at First National Bank, but is also the chair of the United Way kickoff campaign. And last but certainly not least, and, you know, last week we had one quick on, but this, this week we get the good quick. <laughs> so it's Denise Quick, Executive Director of Griffin Spaulding United Way. So first off, good morning, everybody. How, how are y'all? Good, good morning. morning. Okay, so we're going to start back on the other end of the table this time <laughs> and, and with the song and dance routine. But no, Denise, what we do first is we're going to go around the table, and you are going to tell me from birth until now how you got into that seat. So just give us your life story. Oh,
2: goodness.
1: In whatever detail you'd like to give.
3: Uh, well, I've been United Way Director since 2006, but how I got into United Way was uh, I worked for NACOM Corporation. That was a big corporation here here in Griffin many moons ago uh, I walked in one day and on my desk is all this United Way (laughs) stuff and I said what am I supposed to do with this oh you're supposed to go out to 800 to 1,000 people and ask them to donate uh, to United Way I said you've got to be joking and they said no we're not joking so when you're done throwing your little fit get it all together (laughs) and go do your job I said okay Uh, But that was in 97, 98. And so I've actually been involved with this local United Way (laughs) since then. Uh, But to go a little bit further back, I am a Griffin native. I I was born here in Griffin. I grew up in Orchard Hill. Okay. And uh, graduate of Griffin High School, proud. And, uh, you know... uh, Worked in various positions, uh, have an accounting background, worked in Atlanta a couple of years and wanted to come back home. So I got the position when NACOM and kind of been here since then. I've um, been married for almost 25 years uh, to that crazy quick you had on last week. <laughs> and we have three wonderful boys, uh, J.T. White and Morgan. I have a 17-year-old, a 14-year-old, and an 11-year-old. Oh, so my Lord. All Lordy. boys. <laughs> So, that's how I got here. <laughs> what? And I'm telling
1: you, you're earning stars in your crown every day being married to Jim. So, I know, no, 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 we, you know. As you know, we love Jim. I guess
3: somebody has to do somebody it. Somebody
1: has to do it. Oh. That, you're doing a great job, too. And he
3: only grew up a quarter of a mile from me in Orchard Hill. Oh,
1: my God. So, so, so we all high school sweethearts?
3: No, actually, we oh. were not. We did we not start dating until Took after. him a while to grow on you? Is that, uh, it yeah. did. It did. Yeah. And he was older. You
1: know? Oh, you know, there you go. He was I get older it. older than me.
3: So,
1: I just was, ew, <laughs> old dude. You know. Great. I, I, I like having you on. This is great. Okay, Andrew, let's move to your life story. So uh, tell us how you got to this seat today.
4: So it's ironic that my... Um Adventure with United Way is much like Denise's. I've been with First National Bank for three years. I'm currently their marketing director. But my first year at the bank, as I was really learning uh, the role that I would ultimately being, be in, uh, I walk into my office one morning, and there's all kinds of United Way <laughs> stuff just laying on my desk. And so, you know, I sit there, read it, and I'm like, I don't know what this is. So I call my boss. He goes, well, you just, this is going to be your project. And uh, <laughs> it'll be up to you to get the bank to raise money and um, basically figure it out. So uh, I figured it out, and the, the thing that I enjoyed about it is just the good that United Way does. You know, we help uh, 18, 19, sometimes 20 organizations in Griffin and Spaulding County and the surrounding areas, and it just meant so much for me to really be able to give back. And from that one thing, from actually being the, the bank chairperson for um United Way that year I got involved on the board and I've been the campaign chair chair for the last two years and it's just really exciting to see what one organization can do for so many.
1: No, that's great. And then work work backwards from there. you got to tell us where you I know where you came from. I already okay. know you, but you got to tell so, us more, uh, more than Okay, so before the that. bank,
4: I was with Verizon Wireless for almost 20 years. Oh, wow. And I did I, not know that. And so I loved something. it. Uh, but I was never home. And I have three teenagers, and they were growing up, and I was not here. And one day I just decided that a job I enjoyed was not as important as the kids I loved. So um, I quit my job on a whim. I mean, turned my notice in and uh, started looking for a job, and graciously and wonderfully, and I'm just so happy um, that I now have a second job that I absolutely love. But I'm also able to be a wife and a mother. So that's, that's awesome.
1: Fun. And you're originally from Griffin.
4: I am from Griffin. Griffin uh, High grad. I was a graduate of Griffin High School, and that was what the, the, they call it—the new Griffin High School because <laughs> I went to the old one. But I also was the graduating class of the first of Grif- uh, the new Griffin High School. Oh, cool. And now, of course, we have two high schools in town. So
1: sure. No, oh, awesome. Okay, well, next we're moving down towards Melissa. And I know you've told your life story on here several times, but we still need it. I mean, that's just part of the deal. We're trying to humanize everyone here.
5: I feel like I should make up a new alternate you story. <laughs> you should. Yeah, like I'm going to have alternate part- the personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, my name is Melissa Gordon, and um, I am the Assistant Director for Academic Affairs at the UGA Griffin Campus since January. So I'm just over six months being with UGA and, and really enjoying... Um, being on that campus. Um, So my life story, I am, um, I currently live in Thomaston. I was actually born there, Uh, left for a long time, came back, Um, but I'm an Upson County native. Um, I just celebrated, or we just celebrated our twentieth anniversary um, a week ago, or two weeks ago, very recently. And also have three kids. <laughs> I got two two teenage boys, um, a seventeen year old, and a fifteen year old. And I also have an eight year old daughter. So our life is never ever ever boring. Um, and we were just talking out in the lobby that um, also n- also very expensive sure. um, because boys driving and having a senior is just well. That's what's on my mind all the time. <laughs> right now is these kids are expensive um but i um I mentioned i've already mentioned that i'm new to uga and in a, a, a totally different meeting and i don't even remember what meeting we were in but doug um who's going to introduce himself in a minute yes. um just mentioned the allocations committee um and involvement of uga with united way and so we got to talking about it and i said hey you know that's something i would like to get involved with too um, I have been involved with United Way in the past, in my past job, but I was a very fortunate recipient of some of those funds for the United Way here in Griffin. So I know the good of, of the, the organization and what it really means to the community. So I'm really excited to be on the other side, and it's been a, a really interesting journey so far.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Okay,
6: Doug, last but not least. All righty. Doug Stewart, IT Senior Manager, UGA Griffin Campus. I am not a Griffin native, but I am married to a Griffin native. Uh, And when I met my wife, I knew I would live on this side of town. I actually grew up around Spaghetti Junction Mm -hmm. back when it was a clover leaf. I remember as a kid going to the mall and seeing that laid out, and I thought, there is no way they are ever going to do that. (laughs) My dad happened to work for the Department of Transportation. He's like, yes, they will, and they did. And now there's just as much... Stop and go traffic Oh, my gosh, it was at the, the yes. time. Yes. But uh, my wife and I, uh, my wife was a graduating class at the last of the old high school. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> their motto is save the best for last. But uh, <laughs> anyhow, and she she's currently works at the current Griffin High School, and my daughter will be a senior there this year. So uh, my, I also have a son who's 22. Uh, he's currently at Kennesaw State, um, trying to decide which of the many majors he's going to Sure graduate with but uh now he's he's doing great he uh, works for a local pharmacy chain and enjoying that very much but uh i have been with the university of georgia griffin campus for about two years um the first year um we needed someone to serve on the allocations committee for the uh, united way and i was uh new and uh adventurous <laughs> i'll put it that way and so i was the only member that represented the university of georgia campus uh, last year all right and uh <clears throat> So this year I went out and found some help, and we have, I believe, eight people serving awesome. on the allocations committee this year. So uh, uh, glad our, our team members stepped up. Uh, I really enjoyed being a part of it last year, and I guess I had such a good time. Denise decided she was going to make me the, the head of one of the committees <laughs> this, this year. Um, so <clears throat> but it was, it was very educational, and I learned a lot, and uh, back this year, uh, ready to go.
1: No, that's great. And then, just uh, uh, coincidentally, the two the two UGA people sitting here are my first two hires, and you know they're overachievers. So you know, I I don't know what that reflects, but I think that's great. But and then just to to give for all y'all sitting here, y'all may not know. um, I think Denise does, but back in Texas, you know, I'm the lone non-Georgia person sitting here. But um, back in Texas, I was on the United Way board for a long period of time, and um, completely support and get the importance of it, especially the local aspect, which is I think so important. But Um, unfortunately my position now, even though I think my name's on the board, (laughs) I never get to go to meetings. I'm always in Athens, but we have representation and that was my goal (laughs) is to, for us to be active even if I couldn't, um. And so, uh, again, what a, what a great cause. So, um, Denise, I want to go back to you real quick. Let's talk just United Way in general for a minute. What is it? What, how, who do you benefit? Is it local? All those good kind of things, and then we'll kind of go off from that direction. That's
3: right. Uh, we are the Griffin-Spalding County United Way. We cover Spalding, Pike, Lamar, and Upson counties. Uh, we, we do most of our work here in Griffin and Spalding County, and uh, most of our agencies cover those four counties at a minimum. Okay. A lot cover... A lot more counties, and some are right there with us, only covering those four counties. So that's a blessing that we're able to work with kind of in the same compass of, of of each other and know the same people that we're servicing. And what we do at United Way is we look at the needs in the community. And, I mean, first and foremost, we take applications from nonprofits in the community. Okay. What, what are you doing? Um, fill out an application. Do you qualify? We have all those little things laid out that uh, you have to read and go over as a nonprofit. But they apply for funding from United Way each year. It doesn't matter how long you've been an agency or not, you have to reapply every year. So once you apply, we look at all those applications, have the allocations process, and then this time of year we start looking at campaign. How much do we need to raise for these agencies? What are they doing? What what programs are we we funding? We don't just blanket fund an agency. Okay. We fund a program within the agency. Uh, I'll pick on Meals on Wheels, for instance. We we fund the meals. We fund everything from the food to the plate that it goes into wow, the okay. cellophane. And people don't think about that. Yeah, the food is a cost, but it's also a cost to... For the little cardboard and for sure. the plastic, um, but we fund that only, not administration. Okay. So all of our funding is going straight into hopefully get more people who are in need here in Spalding County on that program. So that's just one one instance, but we look at all of those programs. Uh, we say, okay, we we're going to be able to maybe fund this amount, and we try to set that goal and work with local organizations, companies, individuals. To try to raise money for what they want. Uh, in my earlier years, you would see um, the requests come in well over a million dollars. Okay. Um, knock on wood, we've never <laughs> raised that. It would be. I believe we have the capabilities in this community, sure. especially with the new industries coming in, to get very close to that million dollar mark to to help people. And the need is there, uh, but our agencies have done a great job with the four to five hundred thousand dollars that we have raised, and we're proud to say a hundred percent of every donor dollar since 2006, has went straight into the agencies. Our that, I think that's a great
1: point to make because there's so yes. many things that people donate to or don't pay attention to what they're donating to, and the money leaves the state or leaves the area or leaves some, or goes to administrative yes. costs or all this. United Way is a different agency, and I think that's incredible. And we
3: hear that because we do have that umbrella of United Way of America, and what I tell people, United Way Worldwide, is what they provide to us through our Membership that we, we do pay for, which is less than a percentage of the funds that we raise, what they're paying for is my training. You know, most sure. companies have training in their company. Um, so we're not pulling that out of our budget, per se. It is part of our membership, but we also, they do all the logos for us. They have pre-made uh, posters. So we're getting our value back for that. And there, when there's any changes in the law when it comes to nonprofit, because you can't keep up with what Congress <laughs> and the Senate, I mean, even state and and uh, Nationwide, what they're doing, they they provide that to us. They tell us this is what's going on with nonprofits um, with the bills that are passing through Congress and Senate and the state, everything. So we, we're very thankful for that and we also work very closely with the Atlanta United Way. They're so kind uh, to have someone who does public policy and she helps us through the whole state uh, and how it affects Griffin, how it would affect Zebulon, how it would affect Macon. So um, we're very fortunate to have that partnership um, and we're not really competing because we're all in different counties and we're covered sure. by different United Ways. So there's not any true competition because so we can share um, resources from other United Ways, which a lot of nonprofits, you know, can't do. But we're very fortunate. And yes, I I, I can't stress this enough. I know Andrea and I both, and most of the boards worked on this. It stays local. It stays Local, local. I, think I, that's the best I joke and ever. say it. Uh, we're in a local bank. That we can't get any more <laughs> local to, <laughs> and and we work with First National and we work with United Bank, and I, I just don't know how more local you can get. So the, our funding goes in there, and then we write checks out straight to our agencies for those programs every month.
1: And I, I think that's an incredibly important point for everyone to understand, because and this is nationwide, people don't understand that if they don't ask, and and a that's lot right. of people just give because they want to give to different things without checking to see how much of it actually goes somewhere else. And United Ways routinely across the nation very low overhead goes anywhere but local i think that's pretty incredible
3: and we work with local groups printing all that to try you know people will donate or at least give a give a little discount uh, for what we're doing because and we try to keep that local again we're spending the money that we do have to spend to get our word out there locally Sure. So we're still promoting the local economy when they do that. And then, like I said, we're so so fortunate to have so many folks who will just donate those items to us uh, each year. And that's just a blessing right there. It saves us money, and it goes straight into the agencies.
1: Absolutely. And then are some of the agencies multi-county? I mean, are they just in Spalding, or do they have branches there, There's counties? a few
3: that are just Spalding County. When okay. I said Mills on Wheels, oh, there sure. are Mills on Wheels in other counties, but the one we fund right now is the is Spalding. One, is okay. Spalding County. Uh, Griffin Area Habitat for Humanity sure. Humanities, the Griffin area. Um, but then when you look at midway recovery, for instance, that helps with alcohol and drug treatment for men 21 and older. Uh, they help anyone in need. Okay. And I think most people, I speak for a lot of people, If if we can get someone clean...
0: it doesn't matter where they come from and they're going to come
3: generally from the local area uh, either out of spalding county or pike or lamora ups and and you know most people say hey i i don't mind my dollar going there to help that person so um, that's where some you know reach out to who's ever in need but some are just centralized right here to uh, spalding county
1: okay very cool so andrea let's talk about the the new campaign or the kickoff campaign or what this this next year i mean um just tell us anything you wanted to tell us about it
4: well i have to say that one of the most challenging but uh, not funnest but uh, most fun parts (laughs) of united way is actually coming up with the theme for the year and uh, this year we're we're really going to talk about one one is our theme um, that we have a one purpose and one goal, and you are the one person that can change the one life that we're touching. So um, we, have some, we have some visuals that I'll show everyone that's in the room, but that's really where we're headed this year, is you be the one. You be the one that makes the change for this community. And being from this town and seeing what this town was like when I was younger and now where it is, it, it's a different place. And I love being the one that's helping with that.
1: That's awesome. Very, very well said. I love that. I, I do have to ask, you know, we used to kill in the boat race, and the boat race disappeared last year. So I just got to ask, you know, <laughs> was it just because we went so often? It was. It was UGA is, S- that, is it that? Is yeah, it, it is that? Okay, I wonder. course National was the only one to ever take that crown <laughs> from uh, UGA. Uh, no, it's,
3: it was just fatigue, event fatigue. Sure, sure. Um,
1: Well last year talk about the and I don't know what this year's was gonna be, but talk about last year's Yeah, we just had a
3: great it was the day before the hurricane. It was that it was a beautiful day. It was beautiful absolutely beautiful day. Uh, but we had uh, the Heroic Games. Our, our theme last year was Be a Hero in, in Your Community. So we had the Heroic Games. And basically what it was was just field day activities sure. with a bunch of adults. Um, a bunch uh, of old adults, including me. It, it, it was it, tough. It, it was <laughs> great. I, it seemed like everyone who was there had a great time. Was. Andrea was kind enough to get a lot of uh, the ladies from, uh, let me say it right, um, the junior yeah the junior, junior guild i want <laughs> uh-huh, <laughs> to make right, sure I saw, right. you know, give them the right right title uh to come out and help us and i think they were a little like what in the world are we doing by the end of the day <laughs> i think they were having they wanted to actually come out and do it because i said that if y'all do this next year we don't want to just do this we want to participate <laughs> and i was like that's fine with me but uh you know egg race you know, had the little egg on the spoon the water sure. in the bucket uh sack race, sack race yeah. uh so you know our events are just to bring awareness uh we I say we don't really make funding off of these events. Our funding comes for the fact those are our pacesetter companies, and we we can talk about pacesetters or those groups, uh, the companies who jump jump ahead on their campaign and set the pace for the community. And that event's for them. They run a high, intense campaign, and and those events were just kind of created to kind of relief you're done you're you're finished you know now that everybody else is starting you're already done so have a good time we invite everybody else we want people to just be involved with united way and get an understanding of what we're doing so we have these events to bring people out um and then especially for our paysetters to just let them let out some steam and have a good time
1: it was and it was in city park i mean it was it was just a great morning event um so tell me tell about paysetters and i want to go talk to doug about allocations about the committee but
3: uh United Way has a, a has a little group that is called the Center Organizations and what they do is is you're willing to kind of most United Way campaigns kick off mid to late August some as late as September they kick off but they'll have a group that kicks off so early and it's called the Center Group and so uh it can be anywhere I've seen some United Ways have 50 setter groups. It okay. all depends on your size. But what they do is they kick their campaign off earlier than most. And we joke and say they set the pace. So a lot of times our setters raise about 75% of our campaign. Wow. Okay. I mean, they're really out there. They're motivated. So that's why it's so important when an organization is part of giving, we'd like them to step up and be a setter because we see such a big difference because they get more engaged, more involved. And all they do is run their campaign just a little earlier than anyone else. And just the excitement they do Events within their own organization. I'm picking on First National because Andrea's sitting right here. They do <laughs> a lot of great fun. She can talk about some of the things they've done to kick off and um, just to motivate their employees to get them talking about United Way. Ask questions. Andrea is there. And First National, I have a bank of knowledge of folks. thought oh, that was great. Is there a bank pun intended? To that? Yeah. That's I did to one. do that? Like that was a good one. A <laughs> bank of knowledge of folks. Uh, you know, Chuck Copeland, sure. uh, who's president. He's been involved with United Way when. Long before I was, okay. and I learned from him. So Chuck's he involved me a in lot. everything. Yes. Every
1: committee yes, I sit yes, on yes, and absolutely. many more so he sits on.
3: He was one of those that mentored me to be part of United Way, and I've always been appreciative of that with Chuck's. But he's still there, and he still promotes United Way, and he's he's a champion for us. Sure. And, get, you know, it allows uh, people like Andrea and other folks to volunteer their time within his organization Help us out, I think I that's so. a really
1: great point. You know, th- everything that's done is voluntar- voluntary. voluntary, And and for uh, supervisors and bosses and presidents of banks to allow employees to do that, I think, is incredible. But Chuck's a great example. Chuck sees the benefit of the local impact of United Way, as do, as do all the ones that participate. Exactly. So, Andrea, tell me, like, from the setter standpoint, what are some of the things y'all have done in the past? I know you are pretty creative.
4: We have lots of different things that go on. Uh, Some of my favorites that I'll say uh, gives us the biggest fundraising for United Way is we have this gentleman at our bank who is just, I I call him a gourmet chef, and he gives away a meal for 10. And he donates all the food. He prepares it for you. Um, This year, it was um, a Mexican tailgate, so it was uh, a little bit different what he prepared. The year before that, he did like a Thanksgiving dinner for Tim. Wow. So every year, he kind of changes it up, and I mean, people bid on that like crazy because... You know, hey, I've got. I can invite ten people over. I can have a meal for my family and leftovers, whatever it is. And uh, the people that have won it, I always hear them say that they invite friends over, like on a football weekend. Sure. And he prepares the meal for them, and they get to enjoy, you know, someone else preparing a party. A Georgia but, uh,
1: football weekend, right? Not Georgia Tech. Yes. I'm saying that for Tony's benefit. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, oh. No, that's
1: cool. I knew So, you that. that's a
4: good example. Um, we did a pie-in-the-face contest one year, and you wouldn't believe the people that will pay to throw a pie in some of their manager's faces. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, we've had, like, at the bank, we very rarely get to wear jeans, so wear blue jean day. People love to pay for that. You sure. Know, just any kind of change of attire for the day, they love that. Um, we've had... Um, office chair races, we've had uh, just, there's, there's so many. And actually, what I wanted to share with you, if, if you're hearing what we're talking about and you're interested in having an employee campaign, we actually teach you how to do that. We've written a book, uh, book-ish, it's a, it's a notebook, um, where we share with you how to run the workplace campaign so that you don't just come to work and a bunch of United Way things are on your desk and you're like, well, what do I do with this? Uh, so you'll
1: learn from, from past experience. <laughs> exactly,
4: and then we have weekly meetings that if you'd like to come come in and get ideas from your peers that are also running workplace campaigns because uh, some of the, the businesses will have golf tournaments. Some will have, uh, one had all these food trucks come and employees went out and paid to eat or visit these different trucks and a portion went to United Way so I have a book for you of wonderful campaign things that you can do and every year we add to it based on what's going on at each of our pace setters and employee campaigns
1: and and if so Denise if, if 15 additional companies come to you you're not going to say no you can't be in United <laughs> no, Way there are you. more <laughs> than welcome <laughs> That's we what are I ready figured. for
3: them. We are more than ready.
1: No, that's uh, awesome. We're getting. We got a, f- a couple of minutes, and we're going to a break. But Doug, I want to go to you real quick T- from an allocation committee standpoint. Now, are you the chairperson of that committee? Or? Well, for for my small group of people. Okay, gotcha. So. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Well, tell me right. what your what you're, what do you do on the allocation committee? What is that?
6: That was the exact question I asked <laughs> last year <laughs> when I got involved, because um, I had I'd always donated money to United Way sure. uh, through uh, employee. Uh, contributions and stuff like that, and so it uh, was. It was very educational in that you you get to look at the application and find out what the different organizations are going to use the money for, what they're hoping to look uh, use it for. Um, you learn a lot of background about the organization, and that for for somebody who like me can be rather cynical with with, no, with charitable I, I organizations sometimes. That. It 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 was very educational, very eye opening. Um, Last year, I did Meals on Wheels was one of the ones that I had done. Okay, and um, the just you know walked out of there and I was like, man, that is a whole lot different than what I expected. It's not just someone walking up and them handing them food and or you know driving around and just dropping the food off and stuff like that. It's very organized. There's a process that you have to go through to be approved for it. Um, The local herb garden that they were developing was amazing Uh, all of us were just blown away that we're on the committee last year Um, this year uh, one of the organizations that uh, we were doing allocations for is the the red cross and so it was for the local spalding county disaster relief and the majority of things that you know always hear about it but never really put two and two together Um, you know if you have a fire in the county red cross shows up that night usually You know, within two hours, you know, a lot of times the first responders are still on scene when the Red Cross shows up. And they help somebody find a place to sleep. They may help them get clothes. They may help them get food. Um, And just a a, a shout-out for the Red Cross, we have six volunteers that take care of the entire county.
1: Wow.
6: Um, So if you'd like to volunteer for the Red Cross, (laughs) they would love to have you. That's right. Um, But it's just, it's very very educational eye-opening being part of the allocations committee and for the most part when you leave you're thinking that's all they want i'd really like to give them more sure in most cases sure. um so you know so if we can get those other 15 companies on board that are going to be pay setters there you so. go. We can find places to uh, find worthwhile places to spend that.
1: Well, day. I think w- what a great point to make, too, on exactly what you said. I think as more people learn about United Way, and and it, this is changing Spalding County and the surrounding area, I mean, for the better. And it's not every organization can say that, not even every nonprofit can say that. But this is one that absolutely 100% can say is making a positive difference in the county. So, on that positive note, let's take the bottom of the hour break and we'll come back and talk more about UGA Griffin and United Way.
2: You're listening to the University of Georgia Griffin Campus News on AM 1450 WKEU, 102.3 FM and 88.9 FM. The Rock, Georgia Public Radio at its finest and streaming live on the website WKEURadio.com. This morning's program will continue after this.
0: Hank and Carolyn Harris of Round Oak Resources Tree Farm and Murray & Company Realty. Proud supporters of the University of Georgia Griffin Campus and proud to bring you this week's edition of the University of Georgia Griffin Campus News. As the UGA Griffin Campus grows with the great educational opportunities for our children, Round Oak Resources Tree Farm is growing our future with trees to support and assist our environment. Frank and Carolyn Harris of Round Resources Tree Farm and Murray & Company Realtors are proud supporters of the UGA Griffin Campus and area youth activities in Griffin and Spalding County. Yeah.
2: As promised, we're back for more of the University of Georgia Griffin campus news. Let us turn the proceedings back over to our host. He is the campus director and assistant provost, Dr. Lou Honeycutt.
1: Thank you, Tony. Welcome back, everybody. We are sitting here today with some great people um, with the, with the United Way and with the UGA Griffin campus. We have Denise Quick, who's executive director of griffin Spaulding United Way, Doug Stewart, who is uh, campus senior IT manager for the campus, the Griffin campus, but also on the allocations committee. Melissa Gordon, who's also on the allocations committee and assistant director of academic affairs on campus, and Andrea Dunson. We're going to get shorter titles for everybody. This <laughs> takes too long. <laughs> Andrea Dunson, who's with First National Bank and the chair of the United Way kickoff campaign. So we were talking about um, allocation committee and just kind of United Way in general, but Melissa, I hadn't got to you yet. So you're, this is your first year on allocations committee, right? Of course, it's your First year, first year with UGA on allocations committee because this is your first year at UGA. Yes, it is. Um, So tell us what your what your experience has been so far.
5: Well, it's it's been um, really cool. I um, have had the opportunity to go through two of the interviews for our allocation committee in the past couple of weeks. And, the, um, you know, I can kind of echo what Doug and what everyone else has said. To be able to see and, and better understand what many of the nonprofits that impact this community are really doing and really get to understand the ins and outs of what they do and how they do it, it's amazing. It's, it's a privilege to be able to listen and learn more about these. Um, I'll just give one example. One of the, the groups that I, I got to learn more about in this past week was Girl Scouts, I never was a Girl Scout. Um, (laughs) I told Girl Scouts about that, but
1: have you bought Girl Scout cookies? I absolutely have. Who hasn't?
5: Yeah, (laughs) but uh, what uh, what myself and the the other uh, individuals on our allocation uh, team talked about after the fact is, you know, we all knew Girl Scouts primarily for the Girl Scout cookies. Oh my goodness, they are so much more. (laughs) And I'm sorry for people who are listening that are saying, "Shame on you! You should have already known that." I um I was just very much blown away by the service that they provide to in general, but what they do here in Griffin Spalding County and to find out how they utilize the funds that United Way um, provides to them in this community is just it, it it's 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 all inspiring. I, I really appreciated um, the opportunity to learn more about these these um, nonprofits that I've got to talk to.
1: Oh, that's great. Yeah. I think that's a great story. I think that I think anyone who because I agree, I mean, most time we see them at Kroger with those sweet little faces saying, Would you like to buy some cookies? and I don't need. Any cookies, but you just have to buy when you walk by. I usually give them money and don't. I am pretty good about just giving money and not buying, unless they have something with peanut butter in it. You know?
2: <laughs> they're called well, they used to be called peanut butter patties. Yes. I don't know what I they know call what them now. now but,
1: so I think they know it's when I walk up with my hat on. That's who. That's so they the hold guy. those boxes. <laughs> yeah. up, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, True, but, yeah. it, but most of us do know. Girl, it's a great example. Girl Scouts for Girl Scout cookies and don't know the the depth of what Girl Scouts do. So I think that's a great. Yeah, I was, uh,
5: and you know, as um, with my position with UGA as soon as we finished the interview I went up to the lady who works with this particular area and I'm like okay let's forget about what we were just talking about here here's my card you need to call (laughs) me we need to talk because there's such a huge emphasis on STEM uh, with the Girl Scouts and leadership entrepreneurship that's where the cookies come in I learned that they learn a lot Um, you know it was just it was I was impressed that's awesome. Yeah, maybe I do want to join the Girl Scouts
1: now. There you go. Yeah. Well, you have an eight year old, right?
5: Yes. So and uh, we're, we're talking about <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> okay, so, Denise, let's talk donations uh, at United Way. Number one, are, and I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask you as if I don't, are they tax deductible? And will you take $1 up to $10 billion? I mean, yes. what? T- yes. So, tell us about the donations.
3: Um, well, when it comes to donations, uh, you know, most of our donations come through the Workplace Campaign. And what a Workplace Campaign means is. Um, uh, the organization themselves sets up a way that they will take in do- donations from you. Now, We usually have what's called pledge cards. Okay. Um, some have a certain way they want them done. Others have a way, and then we have a generic card. And, of course, the, you can come to our website and donate online. But most people, it's hard to give even $52 at one time. So we, we ask for that dollar a week. Sure. Uh, that's something that we've just never really backed off on or, or made it higher even though goods and services have increased we still ask people to give up that coca cola a week or, or drink uh that they enjoy and nowadays if you go to some of these coffee places that's three or four dollars <laughs> but we're still asking for that dollar because remember when you could go to a vending machine at one time and get a drink for a dollar yeah but you I, can't get
1: the mocha latte <laughs> happy, whatever the thing is everybody um, buys now. so
3: and believe it or not uh, you know the 52 doesn't sound a lot but when i do it andrea does it melissa does it you do it don't, you know it, it It really adds up. I mean, it's just amazing uh, how that will just stack on top of each other. And the the companies love being able to do that. These companies, Caterpillar is, you know, a huge contributor to our campaign. Uh, They are such a blessing to us to have in in the community. And not only do their employees just engage so much with the workplace, they also uh, give through all their fun events like what Andrea was talking about here. I mean, it's just just amazing. So that's where our biggest portion of donations come in. And then we do do get... individuals. We have retirees um, that are great donors, folks who have given for years but have retired. And so we'll just send them a nice letter just to remind them, you know, we're still here (laughs) (laughs) because retirement's supposed to be a fun time, but people still like to be a part of, uh, of United Way even after they've retired. I mean, there's still folks who gave when I was in the workplace campaign phase of United Way. They're retired and living on the ocean, but I'll still receive that check from them, uh, each year. I mean, it's just, they're still so supportive of what we do because they've been doing it so long. And, uh, so... So yeah, that's where where our donations
1: come from. And, and if so, yeah. if a listeners out there doesn't is a, is retired or, or moved just moved to the area, you'll take money from anybody. Right? Oh, that's right. That's, that's like that's the right. University of Georgia Griffin campus. <laughs> I'll take money from anybody. So. Well,
3: and that was one thing I liked when uh, well, I said that that United Way information was sitting on my desk. I started reading through it and realized when I gave a dollar, I was giving a dollar to all of the organizations that United Way um, funds, and we even give that option to say, hey, I only want mine to go to a certain amount and i guarantee you that we're funding that organization well over uh what what one individual has donated and if not we'll make sure it gets there and some people say well why don't i just give straight to that organization please you know, sure. support someone in sure. the community. You uh, know, we'd love for you to do it through the workplace campaign because we can direct those funding, you know, that funding into those programs. Uh, but it's fine. We want you to support the nonprofits in the community. But workplace just was kind of the easiest, you know, less painful way to, to, to let that money go because most people, you're not going to miss that dollar, two dollars a week. That no, that's advanced of that payroll paycheck.
1: deduct and things where you really can do the small amounts that, that's right. that add up. And my grandmother always said, and I've, I've lived my whole life by this, she watched the pennies, a dollar. To take care of themselves, and people tell me all the time, We, when we've raised millions of dollars for, for buildings or events and things at, at university or colleges, I would have people come up to me and say, I really can't afford to give a bunch of money. I can give you $5. Well, give that's fantastic. Yep. I mean, you That's know, how that, we feel. It's exactly. every, every dollar counts.
3: And we have found, just going back to allocations, that's how most people get involved with United Way. They have a perception of what United Way is. I'm like, come on, just mm-hmm. come and do allocations <laughs> one time, one time. For me, and usually they come back like Doug and say, "Oh my goodness," and Melissa, oh my, you know, Andrea, says and she says, "Can you believe they do this? Can you believe they they're able to take one dollar and do?" <laughs> it's <laughs> and amazing.
1: <I'm> like, yes. <laughs> and a lot of them are able to leverage what United Way gives them to get other dollars somewhere right, else. And I think yes. that's fantastic because most agencies, granting or otherwise, if they know they're a United Way agency. That goes a long way yes. in their their packet to get other funding. So
3: yes, we we our funding criteria is, is is strong. I mean, we we expect great things from these agencies. Um, a lot of people ask me, well, why don't you fund this group? Why don't you fund that group? And Andrea can attest to this. A lot of times, it's because they don't apply.
1: Sure. Well, if then you don't me, apply,
3: I can't just hand no, you the money No, absolutely. <laughs> if, if you
1: don't ask, we can't give it. And then tell me, here. are there, and don't give any specifics, but have have you in the past or has the committees turned down agencies in the past? Um
3: Not really turned down. It's, it's maybe they didn't have the years. Especially, uh, typically, it takes three years' worth of solid information okay. before you can apply to United Way. So if okay. you're a new agency in the community, you're brand new, you've never worked anywhere, Yeah, we don't usually fund the startup, so it takes about three years worth of documented financials, uh, program services for us to be able to review before we could fund, Um, so that's uh, a big issue there, and you know, sometimes there's people upset about it, but we've stood by that, I mean, I've been on allocations since 97, 98 is when I started on allocations as well, it was that way then, Sure. Um, so that criteria really hasn't changed, and I think it's really been a great way to fund no, um, I think that's great. I mean,
1: it, it shows they've got some skin in the game in Griffin-Sbalding County or the, the surrounding area. I think that's great because there are so many people that have so many good intentions that want to do things, but they just don't. You know, they just they kind of peter out. Right. So, I think it's a great policy. Yes.
3: And, and nonprofit financial is difficult. And, oh, and it can get overwhelming <laughs> if you don't have the right tools um, to make sure you're doing everything you're supposed to be doing. And that's that's what we check with United Way. And not that I've seen anybody do anything wrong, it's just overwhelming sure. sometimes. Sure, absolutely. And, and, and like you said, they, they just get the, to do both is very difficult. To do the services and the fundraising is, is very hard, and one falls. So a lot of times. Exactly. Um, and
1: especially if you have a staff of one yep. <laughs> or, you know, a very, very short staff. It's a little <laughs> tough to spread yourself completely yes. out. But.
3: And, and uh, Mr. Chappell here at the race, he always liked to point that out. Denise, tell everyone how many yeah. people are that's employed. A, that's my <laughs> <why, that's why laughs> segue into United that. Well. Tell, me, tell me how many employees
1: there are at United Way, together. There
3: There's one full-time employee. And I'm looking right at it and right now. Looking yeah, at
1: which, again, but again, that goes to, to, to show there's, could you use more people? Absolutely. But to do that, we'd have to take funding to pay that person okay. so you know the way you The board, everyone has decided, let's, the money needs to be local. Let's do this and use volunteers to help. And
3: that's what volunteers, I, I, the only thing I do with the allocations process is I put it all together for this group. I'm not there. I'm not the one who sits there. Uh, Sometimes there's a few board members that will volunteer their time as an allocations volunteer, um, but mainly it's just volunteers out of the community who are interested in helping those out and and they're, they contribute. They they have, like you said, skin in the game. Sure like I give I give that $2 a week to United Way. You know now I can honestly go out there when I see that crazy Facebook page, you know that says United Way money doesn't stay in the community. Yeah, <laughs> I can go. Yes, it does. Wait a minute. There's yeah. Negative stuff on Facebook. I,
1: I can't. Well, Melissa keeps trying to get me to do Facebook. I, I just I, stay away from. You know, it. from. We'll, we'll see how that we'll works talk, out. We'll talk about we'll that, talk about we'll that talk later. Andrea, let's talk for a minute about: Is there heroic games going to be this year, or what's the event? What's the planning? And maybe it's not done yet. But, it's
4: not, but, okay. but we it went over so well. It did, except I mean, we lost just, big
1: time. Well, the university it, did.
4: I don't know that we know who won or lost. It was just so much fun. I like
1: the way you put that.
4: Don't you know? I mean, I really Because I
1: felt like a big loser when we <laughs> oh, no, Please.
4: I, I mean, we heard so many positive things. And the one thing that I did want to point out, by having the junior guild from uh, girls involved, it, you start young. Sure. Teaching people about how to give back to their community and that's what that organization does and so getting them involved at united way last year and they're already wanting to be involved this year it, it will perpetuate the fact that we'll have volunteers forever and so we enjoyed doing that but as far as having the games planned we don't but i do see something very very similar again this year
1: okay it really was great fun i mean uh, there, and there was a large group mm-hmm. of people out there you know, some teams had a lot of young. I think they brought ringers in for the day. <laughs> I'm not going to mention any specific ones. but And then we had our UGA group. We were all old <laughs> with bad knees, bad backs. But we gave it the old college try. It was, it was a lot of fun well, the whole day they, was.
3: City of Griffin was kind enough to, to have that available to us. and sure. uh, uh City of Griffin Fire Rescue. John Hamilton was our president last year, so he was out there. Um, you know, helping us out, getting that all set up, and then Jennifer Smith, who was with Perkins, you know, part of Caterpillar, she's our president this year. Okay. So I think she was real excited over these games. So maybe she's got something really spinning up there that uh, we can do. But the city again has said they'd be glad to host us again. Awesome. Well, that's, I think that's so fantastic. that was very nice.
1: Cool. Okay, so let's talk UGA Griffin, and I'm putting y'all on the spot now because I don't know if there's anything planned, but um, I know there's other people helping on campus. But what? Not you don't have to tell me amounts or anything, but what are we? Do you know of anything we're planning so far? I know we do cookouts and well, different things say, throughout the year, but food seems to be
6: a good way to raise money. <laughs> food, so, uh, on, the, on our campus, on food our campus. is about the only well, way we can get anything going. Because I know we do our uh, barbecue. Uh, lunch, and we've done hot dog lunches and stuff like and that. And then the
1: Boston Butt, mm-hmm. um, yes, that's which huge. is awesome. That is huge. And huge. I'm telling you what, for anyone listening, if you've not done that, just the smell, come smell campus. That's right. Yes. It is the most incredible. It makes you hungry all day long. Kind the of thing, guys try
3: to do it the yeah. Tuesday before Christmas, that right. Tuesday or Wednesday or so before um, Christmas Day, so you can have it fresh for the holidays. So it's sure. an outstanding event every year.
1: Sure. So, anything else? Do we know of anything else planned? I know one of our main people's in Costa Rica this week, so uh, you know, you we, know. We, we may not have things planned. I just but. know
5: one of the first things I heard, like my first week on campus, was that we have a barbecue team, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> we have a and like, we have a barbecue team. And so I learned more, and I found out it was a United Way effort, but yeah, they're famous.
1: They are. They're famous. And really,
4: they should be.
1: You know, oh man. On the road there, it's
4: delicious. I'm
1: telling you, when you watch them like the Boston butt, you watch them mix the rub. I mean, it's the whole oh, yeah. process and yeah. it smells so They're good all day. About and it. they all volunteer to do that. Yes. I mean, yes. some, in fact, that work, we have different agencies on campus, USDA and other places. Some have to actually take time off mm-hmm. from their work yeah. to do it and they still do it. So I'm very proud they get of all early of them. in the morning. Oh my gosh, it is really early in the morning and really late for the Boston butt thing, especially late yeah. in the I evening. Think
3: about 5 o'clock in the mornings when they you mm-hmm. Get started, or maybe a little early, sure, and all. And there've been moments for other events because that's where agent uh, groups help each other. Uh, the caterpillar got wind of the barbecue team one year and said, "Hey, would you uh, cater, quote unquote, our uh, employee talks? They sure, were having their employee get together, uh, different shifts." So the guys did that. They mainly provided the barbecue chicken for that event. And so we went out with cooler after cooler load of barbecue chicken for Caterpillar. And what Caterpillar did was take that donation and gave it straight to United Way. That's awesome. Because the UGA team wanted it just all to go to United Way. Sure. I know
1: Caterpillar's been such a great, great, as the barbecue team has, but Caterpillar's been such a great, partner. Yeah. And so, just to kind of the, to finish up the, the Griffin part of this, when, when people see announcements, and we're, we are so quickly removing all the veils of secrecy that somehow existed around the <laughs> campus, and we don't really have anyone. In fact, thanks to Doug, you can actually street view, go, go to Google Maps and street view campus now. First time for decades, right. you can walk through campus. And um, But the, when we send out announcements about the butt sale or whatever we're doing, the public needs to come. They're yes. welcome on campus to come and visit campus. Not, and,
3: there's a good portion of the, the there are it it's growing every year the school system um, you know i send it out the flyer through the school system through the city and the county and we have our regulars that if we don't tell them they get very <laughs> upset with us when was that you better you, but did you save me two of them yes, well in fact last year i
1: showed up to get mine and and william wilson the county manager showed up and he needed one more and i but i said well hey i've already got mine in my office but i'll come I'll, you pay them, and I'll come give you yep. mine. So, And I hate it. That was actually mine. I was <laughs> giving the others away for gifts. I wouldn't have
3: done it. I, I, done it. I, I know. So, <laughs>
1: William, you need to really be thankful for that. Okay, we need to go to another quick break. We'll come back and do some announcements and then kind of do a wrap-up for everybody that's sitting here. So, Tony.
0: Frank and Carolyn Harris of Round Oak Resources Tree Farm and Murray & Company Realty. Proud supporters of the University of Georgia Griffin Campus and proud to bring you this week's edition of the University of Georgia Griffin Campus News. As the UGA Griffin Campus grows with the great educational opportunities for our children, Round Oak Resources Tree Farm is growing our future with trees to support and assist our environment. Frank and Carolyn Harris of Oak Resources Tree Farm and Murray & Company Realtors are proud supporters of the UGA Griffin campus and area youth activities in Griffin and Spalding County.
2: Never any shortage of activities on the University of Georgia Griffin campus. A student affairs leadership information session will be taking place tomorrow in the Student Learning Center, room 115. This taking place from noon until 1 p.m. Learn how you can acquire an advanced degree in student affairs leadership. There will be an overview of the program along with admissions criteria information and discussion and observance of one of the courses. RSVPs are encouraged but not required. To RSVP, visit the Student Affairs Leadership webpage, or you can just go to griffin.uga.edu. Campus tours are scheduled throughout the year. Prospective students and their families are invited on campus to learn more about what the University of Georgia Griffin campus has to offer. For a complete list of dates, order register, call 770-412-4400. The UGA Research and Education Garden is open during daylight hours, so if you have the opportunity, come out and stroll the beautiful settings. Tables are set up for the public to enjoy a leisurely lunch or break during their day. Activities are offered throughout the year, such as scarecrows in the garden in October, a visit from Santa during the holiday season, along with kite flying, Mother's Day activities, and so much more. Visit the Facebook page at UGA Research and Education Garden Events. The garden is located at 129 West Ellis Road, just west of the UGA Griffin Campus. The campus store, located on the first floor of the Flint Building at 1109 Experiment Street, is freshly stocked with officially licensed UGA apparel, souvenirs, and gifts. With the onset of football season just around the corner, it's a good time to get stocked up on your Bulldog shirts, hats, flags, mugs, banners, and everything that you need to get through the Gridiron campaign. A coffee nook is set up adjacent to the store to gather and visit. The regular campus store hours are Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. The mule barn is turning into the Dundee Cafe at the heart of the Griffin campus as we speak. This is thanks to a gift from the Dundee Community Association. Dundee Mills operated in Griffin for over 100 years right across from the Experiment Station, which is now UGA Griffin. When the cafe opens, it'll be a welcoming place to meet and eat for the entire community. The official UGA dedication will take place on October 4th. And Continuing Education offers various programs throughout the year. Be sure to check for upcoming programs at the website griffin.uga.edu. And don't forget that the UGA Griffin campus is available on all platforms of social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Time to dot the eyes across the T's on this morning's University of Georgia Griffin Campus News. For that, let us return to our host of this morning's program, Campus Director and Assistant Provost, Dr. Lou Honeycutt.
1: Thank you, Tony, and thanks for all those announcements. There's always a lot of stuff going on on campus. Well, we have had a great show today talking about the Griffin Campus contributions to United Way and United Way in general. So, what I want to do is just go back around the table. We'll start with Doug and then with Denise, and just kind of wrap up whatever y'all would like to talk about. We got about six minutes, so you know, don't talk as much as I do. But um, so just kind of wrap up ideas about United Way um, experiences, whatever you want to say.
6: All right, we'll start with me. Um, it's been very educational. I would say, as Denise said, give it a try one year. Once you're involved that first time, you will come back and do it the rest of the time. And the only thing I'll say is my phone keeps blowing up, so if you're having an IT
1: problem, I'll be back on campus
6: in a <laughs> few minutes.
1: <laughs> hey, for the record, I want everybody to know he was on vacation the last few days. I did not call or email him one time. Wow. Yeah, that's great. Hey, and before we go to Melissa, um, Denise, if someone wants to volunteer to help, what do they need to do? Just contact Just you? Just call
3: the office. Okay. Uh, we have a website, which is www.gsc, Griffins, Spawn County, unitedway.org. Okay. Or okay. they can call the office, 770-229-4212 at any time. And okay. uh, they can leave a message if we're not there uh, or get me what I am.
1: Awesome. Okay, <laughs> Melissa, that's already segue back, but, or segue off, but...
5: No, I, you know, I'm the same as Doug, you know, I, obviously this is a a tremendous campaign and I would encourage anybody to, uh, to, um, to give to the campaign for starters. But, um, you know, as a a new person involved with the allocations committee, I also encourage you to consider volunteering your time uh, to United Way, because I think just the education and learning more about what's happening in this community. And, you know, right now I'm going, I'm so glad I wasn't on the Red Cross one, because that (laughs) one would be more in my mind <laughs> than the two I've already been in. Yeah. Uh, so just, just knowing the needs in this community and finding out more about how you can help, I think, is, is worth doing. And I'm going to do a selfish plug. Please do. Okay. We have a tour. A week from today, on the UGA Griffin campus, visit our website or give me a call, and we'll get you um, set up for that. But we and anyone um,
1: can come.
5: Anyone can come. This Mm -hmm. is a tour. Come learn more about us. Whether it's because you're thinking about coming to school there, or you're just curious about what the heck is going on behind those fences. Yeah, Yeah. I mean it's a mystery. I know. So (laughs) come on and find out. So okay, I'm done with my selfish plug. Awesome,
4: Andrea. (laughs) I would say just like everyone else in the room, you know, you, you come one time and you're hooked because you see the good that United Way does, but you also see how amazing these organizations are and what they're doing for our community and really how they all work together um, it, to make a change in this community. So please get involved.
1: Awesome. Denise.
3: For me. Uh, just first and foremost, thank you for inviting us here. Absolutely. This one. And Andrea and I were excited to be a part of it, but um, everyone around the table, thank you. Um, for your volunteerism uh, we couldn't do it Like I said being a one person I depend on volunteers I mean if we didn't have the volunteers it would tremendously impact our United Way um, so thank you uh, UGA Camp is a great support we've had kickoffs there we've had meetings sure. there and yet again that's one of those areas where it saves us a lot of funding because places want to charge you absolutely a lot of money and, and I understand electric bills have to be paid things like that but it's really difficult for us to, to come up with those funds so you know we'd have to meet in the middle of an empty field if we had to because <laughs> I'm not going to spend that money if yeah, I <laughs> have to okay. yeah.
1: <laughs> no any, yeah any Money you would have to pay for something is money that can't go out that's for allocation. That's right. So and I so I we that.
3: appreciate the oh, campus absolutely. being able to uh, have those meetings there because uh, it. it there again, that's how the campus goes back to United sure. Way uh, for that and saves us that's those funds. But we thank everyone, uh, encourage, like Andrea said, anyone to be involved, any organization to be involved. It doesn't matter how small. People always try to compare themselves to Caterpillar. I'm like, how do you compare yourself? I mean, exactly. you know, sure. uh, when you have that many employees and, and that, is, you can't. So we have, to me, the impact that a small organization of 10 people make is just as big as the impact of Caterpillar of, you know, 6 to 8 hundred people uh it makes a tremendous impact to what we're doing i have one organization that has about 11 people okay and they give about 3500 dollars a year that's wow. huge that is incredible. that's a lot of you average that out per person wow sure i mean it's just just amazing so uh it doesn't matter how small how big you are it's just get engaged in your community and learn more about what these nonprofits are doing uh to help those that are in need that's for sure so, i agree
1: so to kind of finish up here, and I'll get y'all to add in, because y'all are at least three of you are Griffinites or close to Griffinites. Well, you're close, <laughs> close yeah. to being a Griffinite, too. But as the outsider of the, grou- of the group that moved into Griffin two, a little over two two 2.9 years ago, but um, I see Griffin differently than most people do. And I see it very positively. I. Well, and, and United Way is a big part of that and that it, when I applied for this position one of the I, I looked to see if United Way was active in the area because I'd always been so active in United Way but that was a big component for me but but also see Griffin differently and Griffin to me there's so much positive happening, and the advantage to me is I don't have any. I can't look backwards because I haven't been here forever, so I don't know how y'all feel about it. But we have the things we have going for us: the industrial park, the, the incredibly historic downtown. There are very few places that have what we have downtown, and new mm-hmm. businesses going in down there, restaurants, and I mean, it's just mm-hmm. it's becoming what we wanted to become, and what 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 I see Griffin as is certainly becoming a destination for, you know, all those Midtowners who, who you know, we don't want them to stay necessarily, but we want them to come <laughs> spend their money and then go back to Midtown. I mean, that, you know, that'd be yeah. a great little day trip for them. But so, I mean, I, I always like to throw stuff like that in just because I know y'all grew up here and have seen downtimes, uptimes, all that. But <clears throat> from an outsider looking in, this is a really pretty special place, and United Way is one of the big reasons why that gets to continue to be that way.
3: Well, I can't speak for Andrea, but I don't think we would have stayed here if we didn't truly... Believe and support this community, and do what we do. Absolutely. Um, And and you know, sometimes you feel like you're fighting alone. Sometimes, but then you then all of a sudden here comes someone else, and then here comes (laughs) someone else, (laughs) and you realize you're not alone. That you are fighting for a good cause here in in Griffin and Spalding County, and it's not just United Way. It's just the whole community. It is. I agree. And the different aspects that are out there, and and like I said, I wouldn't be here if I didn't believe in it. Because I mean, you can you can move anywhere you want to go. You can. That we all choose to be here. That's right.
1: well said and I think that's a great way to end uh, the show today. Thank you all so much for being with us today and Tony
4: that'll